0: Welcome to the Small Bowler Podcast, my name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who brings his backpack into Kroger, Brandon Siegel. All right,
1: I have a major anxiety about this, I I have to bring my bag with me, I can't leave it down somewhere. Um, and we're also joined here today with our amazing producer, Max. Max, how you doing? Is it weird to bring a backpack into Kroger? No. Thank you, Max. That's normal. I disagree. I truly appreciate that. Uh, and today we have a very special episode. Uh, we, we had minor difficulties when this guest was on last time, so we are super happy that he came back for a second time. Um, it is a 1,000-point score, our starting point guard from Miami, Florida, Dylan Fry. Dylan, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good, thank you. And I, I, I think it's weird to bring a backpack. Oh, God, I was hoping <laughs> you wouldn't say yeah. that,
1: but you know what, maybe I have to rethink it. But uh I, yeah, I just have this anxiety. I don't want to leave my stuff somewhere because like what if someone breaks in then like all but my it, stuff's gone It's just
2: scary for the other customers. It's yeah, like, you see yeah right. someone with a backpack are like yeah. what's in the back? Yeah, right? I guess you're exactly. right. I guess you're right <laughs> We were in and out in like two minutes.
0: So, you know, <laughs>
1: whatever, but uh, we have a very fun episode planned today uh, Trevor you give us the rundown.
0: All right. So today we're gonna get into uh, talking about Pascal Siakam who recently got a max deal uh, then we're going to get into some college football upsets that uh, took place yesterday. Then uh, we're not going to do randomly ranked or small talk trivia today. We're gonna actually going to uh, name our all-time starting fives. Myself, Brandon, and Dylan will all do that. And then on our main topic, we'll talk to Dylan about you know how we got into basketball um, and then you know high school, AAU career, and even now in the college career. And uh, in the end, if we have time, we, we may get into some other stuff, but um, I'll leave that as a surprise if we do get into that. So that's what we're uh, going to talk about for today. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. And
1: again, I just want to say this we recorded this already two weeks ago, and Dylan is super nice to come back. So thank you so much, Dylan, uh, for cool. doing that. We appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but like Trevor said, we're going to get into this. Uh, Pascal Siakam signed a four year, $130 million max contract extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting 20 mi- $29 million this upcoming year, and then it's going to end, uh, it's back ended with almost $36 million. Uh Dylan, do you like, do you like Pascal Siakam? Is-
2: yeah, I, I actually really like his game. I mean, he brings everything to the table. He's an all-around player, and I feel like every team can, can use him, and I think he deserves the, the deal after the year he had. He's very,
1: very versatile, and it's interesting where, like, when he came into the league, he was like, oh, he's just going to be this big defensive player. that's going to be able to guard the one through four, similar to a player we have on our team that I yeah. like a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, it's interesting because he, he developed this, like, amazing offensive game. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Trevor?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. You know, I I like Siakam a lot as a player. I think with Kawhi now going to the Clippers, I think. Now, he can't be everything Kawhi was, but I think he'll kind of step in that role as being like the number one option on the Raptors. Um, So I think he deserves this contract. Obviously, we see a lot of players getting, I mean, the amount of money that players are getting nowadays keeps increasing. Um, And if you're going to pay anyone on the Raptors this amount of money, it's going to be Pascal Siakam. So I thought he deserved it.
1: Yeah, it's I 100% agree. I actually think they underpaid for him. I mean, he's only 25 and he's a rising star in the league. I would have paid him probably more money. So they, I think they got him for a good deal. Um, but uh, do you think the Raptors are going to be good this year, Dylan? Like, do you think? I mean, obviously they're not going to be as good. They don't have Kawhi. But
2: I, I think they'll be a solid team. You they'll know? Be a solid team. Yeah, I mean they're in the uh, the East. So in the East, uh, East is terrible. East is pretty bad. Yeah, uh, I think Lowry he's going to step up now since mm-hmm. uh, he's gone, and uh, it'll be a good team.
1: I, I agree. It'll be a it'll be a pretty good team. Uh, but moving along to college football, you like college football, right, Dylan? Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. Do you root for our Falcons? Yeah, you, you definitely. No, I fact. definitely do. I love uh, Grant Loy. You I know you like <laughs> yeah. Grant Loy. I saw you tweet yeah. something about him. He he's played pretty well. Yeah, he is playing well, and he's definitely he's one of those guys where he really had to wait his turn. Yeah, he has. Um, but we had a lot of interesting upsets this week. Uh, one of them being Wisconsin. Wisconsin lost to Illinois. Uh, it was in uh. It was at Illinois, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-three. Uh, I have been talking up Wisconsin a lot. I think Wisconsin's really, really, really good. Jonathan Taylor is amazing. Trevor, wh- what do you think about this game?
0: Um, again, as I've talked about before, you know, usually all these top teams have one game where they're they're not playing to the standard they normally play at. So Wisconsin had that yesterday against Illinois, and they lost, and unfortunately, um, it could hurt their college football playoffs uh, chances. They're going to have to win out from here to have a chance. So we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, Dylan, who, who is the best player in college football, in your opinion? If you had to pick one.
2: Uh, I'll, even, I'll even change the
1: question. Your Dolphins get the first pick. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and uh, Live Studio audience, Ben O'Brien's Bengals does not get the number one pick. Who do you want with the number one pick? Oh, I want Tua. I sure. like that answer. <laughs> is what we were talking about we earlier. Tua is amazing. That, that would be a great, great
0: pick. You're telling me you're not a fan of Fitzmagic?
1: <laughs> I love
2: Fitzmagic I think it's time for an upgrade
1: <laughs> He's been on a couple too many teams I think he's uh, he's uh, his age is showing But he is one of the only people To get a perfect score on the Wonderlic test So hey, that's something you got over every team in the NFL True. I think we need Jay Cutler back <laughs> <laughs> You might not have the football talent But you do have the Wonderlic test um, Alright, moving along from here uh, There was a lot of great upsets uh, this week But moving along, we're going to go into our Top like all-time starting five So it's a little bit different then our randomly ranked we normally do, but because Dylan is here um, and it is a special episode, we're going to go into our top five. Uh, who, who wants to start? Trevor, you want to start uh, your start. top five? If Dwayne Wade's in That's your top cool five, I'm going to get a little upset. I'm just he, going to say that. He's not. Okay, he's not ahead.
0: in my top five. Um, I try to be very objective, mm-hmm. as objective as possible <laughs> mm-hmm. on these things. So uh, with my all-time starting five, mm-hmm. at point guard, I have LeBron James. Okay. And I'm not putting him at small forward. I'm putting him at point guard because I think he is one of the best passers um, mm-hmm. ever, and I have him over Magic in that spot because okay. I think he's by far a better scorer than Magic. So I have him as my point guard at the two. I have Michael Jordan because I believe that he he's at least one of the best two players of all time. You know, we could have these LeBron MJ mm-hmm. debates. Either he's the way, second
1: best player of all time. I, either I just way, want that clarified. Uh,
0: regardless, they are the two best. So you have to have both of those. If yep. you don't have both of those players, I think your list is pretty flawed Mm -hmm. Uh, at the three I have Larry Bird because you need to have a shooter on this team and Larry Bird's an amazing shooter I considered Steph Curry but I think the defensive liability is something that is why I didn't want to put him on the list so i Larry Bird Dylan is a little bit Uh, hurt by that at the four I have Tim Duncan I think he's the best power forward of all time and at the five I have Kareem I was deciding between Kareem and Shaq Ultimately, went Kareem because Shaq, you know, you might be able to just get along, get away with hack a Shaq. So I didn't go Shaq. I went Kareem. So you want to go next? Or would you like me to go? Sure. It's up to you. All
2: right. I'll go next.
0: <clears throat> so at the one, I have Steph Curry because he's
2: obviously the best shooter ever to play in the NBA. All right. Yes, he is a defensive liability, but he makes it up on the offensive side.
1: It's a good answer.
2: Um, at the two, uh, have uh, yourself, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was a good answer. Uh, I mean, he's the best player ever. You have to have him on your team, like you said. At the three, I have Kobe. I mean, I don't.
1: I don't remember Kobe playing the three in basketball. It, no, it's
2: okay. My my lineup's going to be different. We we have a stretch lineup. Here. Okay, okay. A, <laughs> small ball lineup. To, yeah. And uh, <laughs> at the four, I have LeBron. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and then I know this is like all new guys, but to me, I think Anthony Davis would destroy mm-hmm. all those people. If Shaq tried to guard Anthony Davis. That's my five, Anthony Davis, because nobody can wow. guard him.
1: That's, a, that's a, it's a bold pick. I Actually, when I was doing my five, I was debating about putting Anthony Davis in there. Um, but here's what I decided to go with. I put Steph at the one. He's the greatest shooter of all time, yes. and he's a generational player. I 100% agree. I cannot believe you didn't put Steph in your lineup. That's shocking.
0: MJ would lock him up.
1: Well, MJ's also
2: on my team, so he wouldn't have
0: to MJ worry about that. MJ lock can up, lock him up. Oh, because uh, Curry's could.
2: coming off screens. You can't lock that up. Uh,
0: I think you do pretty well. And then when you have MJ on the offensive end, Steph has no chance of guarding him. So I don't know. I well, mean, Steph's got to guard someone on the, these all-time teams. No. Steph, Steph and
1: MJ are both on my team, so they wouldn't have to <laughs> yeah. guard each other. MJ will guard MJ. Yeah. <laughs> MJ's the other one stopping MJ. Well, maybe LeBron. LeBron could stop anyone. But my two is MJ. He's the uh, second best player of all time. Sorry, Doan. It's it's the truth. Uh, number three, I'll have to go with LeBron. I Truthfully, I would put LeBron at all five. I would. But I decided to go... Uh, and not do that today The four, I put Magic because I think you know let's say Steph needs a break LeBron could play point Magic could play point Magic is another player who could play virtually any position uh, and I almost put Anthony Davis at the four I, I thought about it but I decided to do Magic just because I think he's more versatile and I think he's able to do more and five again I had the debate between uh, Shaq and Kareem but I think Kareem's the better player overall so I decided to pick Kareem there uh, but you guys tell us in the comments who had the best starting five. Uh, I think we can obviously say LeBron's the best player ever, right? Mm.
0: Consensus? No. Uh, it's debatable.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: well, maybe for another
1: day we'll debate that. Um, but we're going to go over into teammate superlatives. This is kind of a new segment we're going to do because Dylan's here with us. Basically, we came up with four... Topic superlatives, I guess you could say, um, and the goal is me and Trevor to guess who Dylan thinks would fill this superlative best. So let's say uh, we have the best score, okay? And Dylan thinks it's himself. Our goal is to figure out what Dylan is going to say, which you would be one of the best scores. I would like to add, <laughs> but uh, like we said, the art superlatives. So the first one we're going to do is best dancer on the team. Okay, so do you have your pick for best dancer? Like yeah, in your head? yeah, I already okay. got it
2: in my head. Right you my head. already got.
1: Okay, so clearly it is a, it is a... I, I put a wild one out there, someone that I know very little about. But Trevor, who do you think is the best dancer?
0: Okay, so this one was tough, but I went with Trey Diggs. Okay. That was my guess.
1: Okay, is that correct?
2: Oh, Wait, you, you
0: have oh, to you the hey, no, you're okay, okay, I'll give my guess. I'll give, yours, my guess. I'll give my
1: guess. I was going to say Davin. Davin <laughs> <laughs> is going to be my guess. No, it's definitely Trey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trey oh. is yeah, for sure the All best right. dancer. He doesn't stop dancing, honestly. Okay, so you you're
1: here first, Trey's dancing after every three hits this year, which hopefully is a lot. Um, so the next one we're gonna do is the the funniest guy, like class clown, I guess you could say, or team clown, uh, funny guy in the team. Uh, I I'm, I'll go first this time. I think it's Janaya. That is who I think. Trevor, who do you think?
0: I think that's a good guess. Um you know, maybe this is a little outside the box, but I th- I went with someone who I think personally is pretty funny, just from certain experiences. I went with Ethan actually, okay, as the funniest.
2: <laughs> See, both of those guys are really funny. They are. Uh-huh. I, I honestly I think our our whole team like their personalities like they are they're all different. You guys but they're just all, click well. Yeah, they're all funny in their own their own different mm-hmm. way, but just for me, honestly, like the funniest guy to me is probably Trey again.
1: It is Trey. Yeah. So you guys have become good friends. well you knew him before this, right? Or knew of him? At least they uh, not no, I, oh, I didn't, didn't yeah,
2: I didn't know Trey till he came yeah. on the visit. So I Okay, yeah, I didn't know.
1: So you guys really clicked quickly. Yeah, we did. So I mean I would guess like him and Justin because Justin's your roommate. Yeah. You guys yeah. are all pretty good friends. For then. sure, all of us. Very cool. Uh interesting that you said Trey for both. I, I like that though. Uh the next one we're gonna go is Trash Talker. Uh okay. Trevor, who do you think is the the top trash talker on the uh BGSU? Falcons.
0: Yeah. So as we were talking about before, I might have a little bit of advantage because I get to see a little, some of it at practice. You do. So I don't know if this is who Dylan's gonna pick, but I went with Caleb Fields. That was my oh, guess.
1: Okay. Uh, I went with Mike Laster. I just I think he <laughs> talks the most on the team. <laughs> no, uh,
2: for sure. They they both talk a lot. You mm-hmm. know. I have actually um, seen you talk a little bit on. Oh yeah. And for it's sure, interesting yeah. because I'm not gonna pick myself, but I do talk. <laughs> I, it's interesting because I have told uh,
1: your girlfriend Bailey before that like you're quiet. It's interesting to see how quiet it is and then when you're on the court it seems like you're like your personality like shows exactly, a lot more yeah. you're, you're like yo i've seen you get upset before yeah, and, yeah definitely uh but so who do you think is <laughs> they, who in your opinion
2: oh uh, that's tough it, it would definitely be between caleb and mike um but i feel like caleb never stops talking I'm trash so it's probably always caleb so caleb never All stops right, caleb mike mike does tr- tr- trash talk but but caleb just doesn't stop i kind of yeah i'd probably just choose does caleb guard you in practice normally uh, it's, it switches up every day It switches yeah. Okay
1: Because he would be Because I mean Caleb's an amazing defender yeah. So I would seem that You know In practice He would be talking yeah. a little bit Yeah
2: it switches up all the time
1: <laughs> That's very nice Uh, So the last game Is a personal favorite I'm a big big sneaker guy I have a website Where I talk about sneakers Um, So I want to say Who the biggest Like who has the best Shoe game on the team And I know you said Before we started recording That you're big into shoes So mm-hmm. if you think it's yourself You could pick yourself I'm, I'm not against it I personally think It's Justin Turner I've seen him wear a mm-hmm. lot of heat A lot okay. of heat
0: I actually went with Daquan for this one. <clears throat> hmm.
2: So, <laughs> uh, a lot of our players on our team have us a lot of shoes. Mike has a lot of shoes. Trey has shoes. Justin mm-hmm. has shoes. Daquan has shoes. Um, but I'd have to take myself on this one. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I just, yeah. Mine are just all at home. I don't wear them. Okay, so you don't, you but just I, don't have a ton here. I used to, but I took them all home. I just don't wear them that much. But Neither. I, ha- I probably have about like eighty Jordans. I like that. Oh, I like wow. that a lot. So the, we were talking
1: earlier, I saw someone in Dornbacher 4s, and it was mm-hmm. Janaya who was wearing oh, the Dornbacher, like yeah. Superman 4s, yeah. which is a $1,500 shoe, and there's very few in existence. I was, like, super surprised. I was like, I cannot believe he has them. So talk to him about that, because I, I want some intel on, like, how he got his Dornbacher 4s, who his plug yeah, is. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll definitely ask him. He he, oh, he has a lot of shoes, too. Yeah, He has a mm-hmm. good shoe game as well. It, all, our, our whole team has a lot of shoes. Uh, hey, that's that's the way to do it. You you it, the outfit starts with the shoes. Exactly, that's what my shoes, Marlon. Yeah, everyone. Ethan has good shoe game. Everyone has good shoes.
1: Hey, you have to. Yeah. Um. But we're gonna move along into more of our interview segment. Um. And we're gonna kind of start off with, uh, like how you were before high school. So just basically, how did how did you get into basketball? You know, mm-hmm. what started you playing basketball?
2: Yeah. So for me, uh, just. I started honestly when I was younger playing tackle football, just mm-hmm. BB football with uh with because my brother was playing football, so I kind of just like joined the younger league. And then I ended up breaking my arm in in a game, and then that was basically like the transition into basketball. Mom was like, "All right, I'm gonna put you in basketball with my best friend." And then I played like recreation with him and a couple other kids for a while, and then just, just jumped right into AAU, mm-hmm. and that's how basketball started. What position did you play in football? In football I was a middle linebacker, you're a middle linebacker, really. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I would have guessed you were a
1: receiver or something like that. <laughs> was it fun though? Like, did you get hit, oh, yes,
2: I loved it. I loved it.
0: <laughs> it's definitely very fun. Uh, so uh, growing up, if you like as a kid, did you have anything in mind that you wanted to be like, wanted to have as a career?
2: So, my grandma always tells me that I wanted to be in a band. That I, I always said that I wanted to be in a band, I guess. I, I I don't remember thinking that ever. Did you, like, play the drums or something like that? Never. I never <laughs> played an instrument <laughs> in <of> my life.
1: <laughs> and she just, maybe she, do you think she, like, just created that? Like, maybe she I, wanted you to be in a band. I,
2: I don't know. I, th- I honestly might have said that if she said that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool. Yes. It would have been
1: really the Doe and Fry band. You should create a band with the guys on the team. Do you think they would go for that? I think we should make a band. That would be a funny because we all work for marketing, uh, as you probably know. Mm-hmm. Say so it would be fun to yeah. make like a, a band segment for uh, uh marketing. that would be really cool. <laughs> uh, so when when you were younger and you're playing basketball, when did you kind of realize you're like okay, like I'm I'm not bad at this. I can mm-hmm. I can put the ball in a hoop pretty well.
2: Um, so kind of from the beginning, I kind of like even when I was like seven years old playing recreation, I always like, like I guess like I, I was better than those kids. And, like, me and my best friend, he was a better scorer, and I was just, like, a really good defender. And we were just, like, you could just tell, like, we were above, like, all these other kids Mm -hmm. that were playing. Of your age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally just kept playing, and then my offense got better in, like, fourth grade, like, people were coming up to me, like, do you want to play in my AAU team Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's when I kind of mm-hmm. realized, like, dang, I guess I'm good. If they're yeah, not me. too bad. See, I had
1: a very similar experience. I was I, I I was just so so good in my like third fourth grade years. Except no one asked me to be on AAU <laughs> teams, so maybe I just thought I was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually played in like a little church league where uh-huh. the competition wasn't very great, like third <laughs> through eighth grade, and you know I was I was okay. I was a shooter. No AAU teams. Not. No no. No AAU, no AAU teams. teams. I guess this Probably is why not.
1: you're a Division One basketball player <laughs> who scored 1,000 points, and I'm interviewing you on this podcast. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll kind of go into high school here, and uh, you, you started at, uh, ma- is it Mater or Matter? Oh, are you talking about my freshman year? Yeah, yeah, yeah freshman I started at Hialeah Gardens. High, okay, okay. Yeah. And so when did you go to, is it Matter? I, yeah, I went matter? to
2: Matter Academy my, s- sorry, 10th grade year. 10th grade, yeah. sophomore year.
1: Okay, so, and then in... 2015 you you won a state championship at miami christian at miami christian five yes. <laughs> yeah, so, different yes. schools three so, different schools So tell me what was the experience like winning a national or not? Excuse me a state championship.
2: Uh, it was definitely a great experience. I mean in high school like You kind of don't like look too forward like to a national championship in college right, You're right. like I want to win state. I want to win state So like mm-hmm. winning that was like the biggest accomplishment you can
0: do in high school basketball mm-hmm. So it was just like it was such a great feeling so in that year, um 'Cause wasn't that game like kind of a blowout? Did you guys win Yeah? yeah. Didn't you guys win that game pretty yeah, easily? We, yes. So were you kind of just like counting down like the last minutes you guys were already kinda like? <laughs> exactly. Really like I, I was already yeah, I'm pretty bit.
2: sure I was already on the bench. We were up like twenty and it was just like counting down the seconds. Basically. So that's crazy. It was a blowout in your state championship. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how much how many scored? Uh I don't remember that game. I don't remember how much I scored that game. So what was But like, I don't think I shot very well that game. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Did you play well though? Like, did you? I think yeah, I played okay. a solid game, but I don't. I didn't shoot too well. Okay. The game before though, I had like twenty something. I do remember mm-hmm.
1: that. Um, so we, you know, kind of go off that. What was like your favorite game you played in? We can say besides the state championship. Um. Or honestly, if it is the state championship, that's okay too. But I, I know that, we've, we've this, talked before, yeah. and there was a game you had where you scored like a lot.
2: Oh, that was an AAU when I had okay, like that was an when I had forty eight. Yeah, that's probably yeah. my favorite game ever, like and I had like the game nice. winning free throw. Mm-hmm. And then my friend, like I said, like bet me before the game. If I scored fifty, he'll, yes. I forgot what he, what he would give me, but and then I scored forty eight. It was funny. just funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, he should have gave you mm-hmm. it anyway. Yeah, I think, I, 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 I think collectively
1: over my recreational out. experiences I've scored forty eight points. So <laughs> yeah. you beat me in Collective. one game there. <laughs> yeah. Same. I would agree. <laughs> um okay, so what was Out of all your high school teams, out of all your AA teams, what was your favorite team to compete on?
2: Hmm. I'd say my favorite team is probably Matter Academy my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Just like everyone on that team was like one of my good friends and like we just kind of like just gelled and we all wanted to win and then mm-hmm. we were like basically just gave it our all and we fell short to norland who won three straight state championships we mm-hmm. lost by like three or something like that
1: oh, dance it's, it's a it's a tough loss yeah. but i mean it's good that you had like a good team that year and it was
0: a fun year exactly so i know that like between aau and high school you've played a lot played against a lot of different like really good players um so if if you had to say like who is the toughest player you've ever had to guard at any level?
2: Yeah, I would say hands hands down, uh, De'Aaron Fox was the toughest player. His, his speed was just on a different level, and I, I yeah, you just can't. I mean, that team was amazing. They had Carson Edwards, they had another dude that went to Kentucky. I mean, that was a tough team.
0: That's that's insane. Carson Edwards and De'Aaron Fox on the same team, and. I can't imagine trying to guard De'Aaron Fox. I can't
1: imagine guarding either one of them. I can dropping 30 in preseason basketball all the time now. he looks good. He he was like, what, 9 for 12 from three uh, a couple games ago? Yeah, he played really well. He's good. He was great at Purdue, too. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. Uh, So, you know, what other types of players did you meet? Because I know you played EYBL, Nike EYBL circuit. What other types of players did you go up against?
2: So I played Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, a bunch of guys in the NBA, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I If I looked at a roster, I probably could know, but right. I, I kind of just forget some people. Yeah, it's, yeah. it,
1: it's kind of interesting, like, yeah, I'm sure you probably feel this too, like, these are guys you played against and now they're like NBA stars. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jason Tatum is, yeah. a lot of the guys' you named are oh, all bam oh, Bam Adebayo, I played Bam.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys are just, like, fabulous NBA players, so it's kind of interesting to, like, look back and be like, damn, like, I, I played against yeah. this guy, and you, I mean, some of them, I don't know if you did, but you probably like, dropped buckets I played Wendell
2: Carter Jr. I forgot Wendell Carter, I played him. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: a lot of great players. So, I, I kind of want to move into your, like, recruiting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor and I are both very, very into recruiting. He helps with the football team's recruiting a little bit. Um, and I think you, with the basketball team, too, you help with recruiting, right? A little bit, yep. Um, so... What was, like, the recruiting process for you? You know, how was it, like, kind of walk me through from the start to finish, you know, when you got your first, because I know you got your first offer late.
2: Yeah, junior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, junior year. Like, mm-hmm. early junior year, I'd say early junior mm-hmm. year. So h-
1: how was this process, too, you know, we, from start to finish?
2: Uh, I mean, it started slow, obviously. Like, I got my first offer early junior year. Um, that was basically them and a couple other schools, like, around would, like, be interested and, like, kind of, like, talk to my coaches and, mm-hmm. like, they would say they're interested or whatever. And then when it finally my recruiting took off was when I played first game the EYBL mm-hmm. that first weekend I got uh fifteen offers in one weekend or Damn. something like that Insane. fifteen sixteen yeah so from there on it was just then it gets kind of annoying because now they're just all hitting you up like a bunch, even though like even more schools had more interest so it was probably like forty schools that were contacting me so it gets like like who's real who's fake you know and then that's basically where I just kind of started like trying to figure out who was real
1: Mm -hmm. and you you kind of got to the bowling green obviously that's why we're sitting here today um you know what what, when was like the first contact you got from whether it was coach huger or someone else when was that
2: uh it was um (coughs) so when coach huger was at miami one of the assistants was coming to watch my practices so, so miami was looking at me a little bit when i was in sophomore year um so he reached me after that same EYBL tournament. I remember seeing him there in his BG stuff uh like on the on court side and uh after that tournament he he started contacting me. It's very interesting. Uh so you know what what led you
1: to really gain interest in BG and take a visit here?
2: Uh basically uh just the coaches and like them calling me and and texting me and the things they were saying just kind of <coughs> kind of made me think like this, like it felt real so I, I just got really interested in it started like looking up things about the school uh, the court and you, know, you know the players uh, and then I finally decided to take a visit
0: oh, yeah that's awesome <laughs> I mean I personally chose BG for many different reasons but I like loved the campus mm-hmm. um, that was super nice and I you know I toured some other schools but just BG just really felt like home like the people um, that I met like on the visit so I, I really um, that's ultimately why I chose BG. But then uh getting into your <coughs> college career, obviously freshman year. Um, you know, so you're kind of adjusting to like playing mm-hmm. college basketball, obviously. Um, you might not have been playing I mean, I think toward the end of the season you start playing a little bit more, but how did that kind of feel like kinda of that transition of starting college? Yeah, so the
2: transition, uh I ended up starting the first game just due to people got suspended for violating team rules and I shot over nine. Uh the next game, I barely – I don't think I really played that that much. And then I just – honestly, I just had to prove myself. And even to myself, I had to be more confident. I was still timid. I wasn't playing my game. And then towards the middle of the year, I, like, started doing what I do. And then I ended up starting probably, like, in the middle of the year and for the rest of the year. And uh, basically, yeah, I just – you just have to have that self-confidence. And I guess I did, wasn't playing with my same confidence that I usually do. So –
0: yeah, that's awesome. And then, uh, obviously, you guys had a big game against Toledo later in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys uh, took home the victory. So what did that game feel like? Yeah, that that game, that game was just
2: honestly a blur to me because I was just so locked in. Like, I don't really remember the crowd or remember, like— It was big. I just remember Zach hitting a bunch of threes. Zach Denny, he was—it yeah. was insane. Yeah. Double
1: overtime game. Mm-hmm. And you played pretty well in that game. Yeah, I, I think I played pretty solid, yeah. Um, so let's kind of go to your sophomore year. And you play FGCU. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a game that you remember quite yes, well. Yes, definitely. You go down. You're down by what was it?
2: One or two? I think, I think wasn't it it was it a tie game? Or? Oh, no. Yeah. I think uh, it was tied.
0: I think it was a tie game, if I'm not mistaken. It
2: was either a tie game or we were down one, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'm not too sure. So
1: walk me through the play. You you go down to the right side. You yeah. hit the game winning shot. Yeah.
2: Kind of walk me through that play. So basically, uh, I just. I think, I'm pretty sure we had a timeout. I'm pretty sure I remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Huger was like, all right, just going to break open, get the ball, and then just, like, go make a play. So I just, I got open. Uh, I don't know what type of defense they just set up because makes no sense. And then <laughs> I just basically went one-on-one with Zach Johnson, right hand dribble, and then crossed him over to my left and then just pulled up for three. And after that game, you had the uh, the infamous, your arms were raised up. Yeah. Um. And that really
1: led the team to start, you know, it mov- motivated the team. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> when you went back in that locker room, you know, what, was the, what was the atmosphere after that win? It was definitely, I mean, everyone was just excited because it was like a game winner. It doesn't matter if you're playing like the worst team in the in NCAA. Like a right. game winner just feels, feels good for the whole team, you know? It always feels good. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, it just felt good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wish in my rec league games I could have hit one or two game winners because, <laughs> like you said, no matter what, it, it's always a good feeling. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> let's go over to your junior year last year, um, we had a lot of big games, but Buffalo at home, mm-hmm. it was sold out. You know, you walk into the arena, and what do you feel when you see that sold-out crowd?
2: Yeah, that that was definitely the the craziest <laughs> crowd and feeling of, like, college basketball that I've played in so far. Like, I've never seen the stro. like, we're warming up, it's usually one, like, one super fan coming in the mm-hmm. door. That's there, me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> there, yeah. There was... Like just storms of people coming in from mm-hmm. from earlier than anyone ever comes in. Like, right, it was it was just unbelievable. And then just like walking out that like last time and it was sold out and starting the game. It just there was the standing. There were, they
1: had people standing, had standing. Yeah, it was it
2: was crazy.
1: It really was. It's such a crazy atmosphere. And we won versus 19th yeah, exactly. ranked Buffalo. And <clears throat> it's interesting because that year we played Cleveland State and we lost at Cleveland yeah. State. And Cleveland State was atrocious that oh, year. Oh, horrible. And that game really propelled us to start winning. Mm-hmm. We went, I think, like eleven and zero, or eleven and one, right after that, and then leading up to the Buffalo game uh, and winning that game, and that propelled such an amazing season. And you know, how did you feel like coming out of that season? Because we, we played really well. You know, we mm-hmm. went to the MAC championship, and you know, you guys played your hard outs and had a great game.
2: Yeah, I definitely think the season was an amazing season. I mean, no one expected us. I mean, we were picked last in the MAC. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, it just I think it just bringing a lot of uh, just a lot of momentum into this next season, and I, I'm just extremely excited for this season to get started already. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So then transitioning to this season, now it's kind of totally like the opposite opposite end of the spectrum where you guys are have a lot of expectations. You have people picking you first in the MAC. So now, what does that feel like?
2: Yeah, so I mean we did lose a, we lost a couple key players but we also returned a lot of key players as well. Right. And uh obviously people are starting to believe in us cuz we got picked first in the MAC now and then also are projected in a couple like brackets to make NCAA mm-hmm. uh tournament. So, I mean, expectations, I mean, you still got to perform, you know. We can't look at that and, and get big-headed. We still have to come out every time and play our hardest and win games. So, do, do you feel any pressure with these expectations? Because you've thrived under pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, we just went through a ton yeah. of different games where you had to make the big shot or, you know, the team had to come together and, you know, do X, Y, Z, whatever it mm-hmm. was. So, how do you feel, like, you know, with these expectations? No,
2: I don't, I don't feel any pressure from it. I just... Um, you just can't, like, underlook anybody just because you're projected one. Like, every every opponent can beat you, you know? Especially mm-hmm. in, in basketball. Like, you can lose on any yeah, night. Any it doesn't matter. Night. It doesn't matter if it's a D2. You, you can lose on any night if you don't come out and play. Mm-hmm. So, I, I actually remember our—I think it was our sophomore year when we played Lake mm-hmm. Erie College. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we won, I think, like, 103-101. Yeah. Which, first of all, very high-scoring game. Yeah. But— It's it's so crazy that I mean, Mm -hmm. Linky has no business being us almost, and I'm sure that game was a frustrating game just as a whole, and we ended up you know not playing bad that year, Mm -hmm. so you know it's good that we get you know these warm up games and games like that out of the way early. Um, but it's definitely going to be a really, really great year. Uh, are you excited for like a game like LSU? Uh, you guys are in oh, the yeah. Virgin Islands this oh, yeah. year. You're you're playing some you know good competition. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I definitely can't wait for LSU. Like that's, I mean, they're ranked team. I, don't, I think they're top ten right now or something like that. Oh, uh, they're, yeah. they're definitely and up the there. Teams. I'm pretty sure they're ranked. They're, yeah. Or maybe yeah, maybe like, like a little 14, bit. 15. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean, anytime you play a top team ranked, uh, I mean, it's it's definitely it's exciting, be fun. And especially LSU because you know they always. I mean, Shaq went there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's big names that went there. Um. Yeah, and uh, we might play Cincinnati. There, yeah, there, there's some yeah. there's some big teams Western that we Kentucky. Western Kentucky's mm-hmm. pretty pretty solid team. I mean we we got some big games and all all big games are exciting. For me, every game is exciting, but the big ones are definitely more exciting. Mm-hmm.
1: So to finish up this episode, Dylan, I can you just do this for me? What is one word that you think will, is going to describe the season in the end? Championship. I like that a lot. I was hoping that's what great you were going to say. <laughs> that's a great answer. Well, thank you so much, Dylan, for coming on. We, we truly, truly appreciate it. Maybe we'll have you on another time. And not, not a second time to re-record an <laughs> episode. Maybe another time if you want to come back on. For sure. Um, we'd appreciate it. Dylan, what are your socials? Tell everyone your uh, socials. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> um,
2: my Twitter is DylanFry05. And uh, my Instagram is DylanFry. Awesome. Uh, so you guys go find him. Please
1: follow him. Uh, like I said, thank you so much. Thank you to uh, Bailey Bowers, doing girlfriend, for uh, helping you. us set this up. <laughs> Bailey, you're awesome. Um, please uh, you know, go find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Tune in. We're everywhere. There is no excuse not to listen. Uh, sus- subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Um, follow both of us and The Small Baller Pod on Twitter. Thank you, Max, for helping us out. As always, you are amazing. Absolutely. Um, and with that being said, thank you all so much, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons.